welcome to the first official Hot Girl Talk. Um, I did do a trailer, so check that out if you kind of want to know like what the pod is all about. But this is the first official episode, so welcome. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm currently sitting in my room. It is December 30th, um, so it's the end of 2021, and I sadly was exposed to COVID yesterday, so I've been laying low in my room, um, not like fully quarantined because I'm boosted, um, so it's not too bad, hopefully. I'm hoping that I will be okay, but since I am in my room, I was going to record this tomorrow on New Year's Eve and sort of reflect on 2021 tomorrow, but I decided to do it tonight since I have nothing else really that I can be doing um, except cleaning my room. I should do that, but you know what? We're going to we're gonna have a hot girl talk first, so welcome. Um, this is sort of going to be my 2021 um, sort of like look back at what happened this year, lessons learned, um, reflecting, highlighting certain events, and then I want to talk about my goals for 2022, um, I don't want to call them resolutions because I know a lot of people have a negative um, negative emotions attached to resolutions, which I might get into, but I do just want to talk about like my goals and aspirations and sort of like what I want 2022 to be for me, like what I want to manifest in 2022. And then I also think I'm going to do like a little music segment, just like talk about the music that sort of made my year like the new artist that I started listening to, sort of like a, a mini Spotify wrapped on this hot girl talk. Um, I was going to also talk about the books that I read this year, but one, that would make the episode really long and I don't want to do that. And two, I think I'm going to have my friend on to talk about the books that we read this year and the books that we want to read next year. I think that'll be like the next or the episode after this next one. I don't know. It'll be, it'll, it'll be coming though. I'm very excited to do that with her. So I do just want to dive right into it and sort of just talk about the year. Um, this year, it was like no other. Like, I really feel like this year I did things that I've never done before and I felt ways that I've never felt before, which that is like so vague. But I just feel like the beginning of the year was still very scary. COVID was still happening. It was still winter. So cases are really high because we've seen that they get higher in the winter, even like 2020. And now we know in 2021 that has happened and is happening currently with the Omicron variant. But um, so the beginning of the year was like a little less eventful. And when I was going through, I was posting some like memorable things on my Instagram story. Um, there was like one of those prompts that's like memories slash moments that got you through 2021. And I was posting a bunch just because I thought it was fun. And I love a little yearly wrap up. Um, on social media, I love like a Spotify wrapped, uh, you know, this day last year, like I've always loved stuff like that. So I wanted to post a few things and I was noticing that none of my highlights came from like January, February, March or April. Like they all started in May or like very end of April, like when I got vaccinated. So like a lot of fun things that happened this year happened when the weather started to get warm, which obviously summer more things happen um, generally. Um, summer is my favorite season and I love summer. So for me, I always do a lot more in the summer. Um, and with vaccines this year, it just was like, this summer was like crazy, not crazy. Like I wasn't partying. Cause like obviously COVID still exists. And like, I, you know, a lot of people were like going out and partying and eating out like more than I was, which I respect to an extent, but I was still a little bit cautious. Um, 
over the summer, a little more cautious than some people, which is not a bad thing. I'm not like shitting on if you went out to eat, like go off. But I just like personally, like I didn't do as much as everyone else, but it was still such a good summer for me and it was so unique. And this fall, like moving back into school after being not in school, well in school, but being online for my entire junior year, like it was just like so special, like this semester to me. So I think this year was like just not like any other year I've ever lived. So jumping right into that, um, in January of 2021, first of all, I had bright red hair for two weeks, um, which is funny because it was still like COVID, like sort of lockdown season. So like nobody saw it. Like it's on my social media in like one post, I think. I think there's one or maybe two. Yeah, there's two posts of me on Instagram, I think with bright red hair and then it just like went away because it was a semi-permanent dye but after like a month of it or like three weeks of it I started to not vibe with it as much so I put brown over it so it was like a brownish red for most of 2021 Um, and you can still see some of the red hints in there (laughs) because when you dye your hair red the red tint never goes away lesson learned. Um, People did tell me that and I didn't listen. I don't hate that the red tint isn't gone like I kind of like it but just a note because I kind of did believe people when they told me that and now I'm like, oh, that they were right. So if you're going to dye your hair bright red, just the red tint never goes away. Just know that um, unless you like make it go away. I'm thinking of my friend Natalie right now who like used to have like very bright red hair and now just has like bright blonde hair and like there's no red at all. So there are instances where it goes away, but it just mine is probably never going to go away, which is fine. But I dye my hair bright red and I also competed in a musical theater singing competition to put it in the simplest of terms um i had to send in myself singing two songs and i competed with um other people who were nominated it was called the um the mulpies or no i think they changed the name i think it's just like the music theater singing i have no idea what it's called but it was for the kennedy center american college theater festival which was virtual this year and is also going to be virtual um this coming year in 2022 but i got to compete in the multis which is actually something that i've always wanted to do since i knew that they existed um it was a different experience of course because it was online but it was so so valuable i got some really good coaching um from like just like highly decorated musical theater personnel. Um, And I got to not necessarily meet people, but like work with people online that I never would have got to work with, um, see other people in their masterclass with our leaders. Um, And it, it was just a really cool experience. It sucked that I had to do it from home, but my goal in college was to compete in the multis and I got to do that this year. So that was an awesome thing that happened in 2021. Um, in January. In January also, I sort of was on the the high of the new year and I could not stop like going on adventures. Like I drove to the beach. It was like 40 degrees and I drove to the beach, probably lower than 40 degrees, um, just to like look at the beach, like literally an hour away, my favorite beach. And I just like ate a sandwich and looked at the beach and I like skated around the parking lot um I was like running a lot I was going for runs a lot which I have found less time to do now being a student again um or at least being an in-person student because online I could go for a run and like come back and like go to my class in five minutes but I can't really do that at school 
when I'm like in person. So I was running a lot um, in January, skating a lot, going outside, sort of like not letting the cold keep me inside, which I'm really proud of because if you know me, you know that I hate the cold so much and I like barely ever wear a jacket, which makes me hate the cold even more, but I hate jackets. So it's, it's goes around and around in a circle and whatever. Um, <laughs> I hate the cold. So in January, that was really fun to, when I was like looking back on my Snapchat memories and like thinking back on things that I did this year. That's was a huge highlight in January and February, just like going outside all the time. It was so fun. Um, that's such a simple thing to be like, oh, it was so fun to go outside, but it was. Um, and then also in January, of course, we had the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, um, which oh, history made, guys. History seriously, seriously made. Um, I have a problem with the people or I had a problem. I haven't really seen it too much recently, but the people who were like, if you're celebrating that Joe Biden won the election, like it's still like not what we need, not what we want, like blah, blah, blah. Basically people who were saying like, you shouldn't be celebrating, which I understand where they're coming from. Okay. I understand. I'm celebrating that Trump is out like, bye, bye Trump. Um, am I, can I be political? This is my podcast. I don't know why I'm asking. I'm going to be political or not political, but I'm just going to say the popular opinion. I do not like Donald Trump. Um, yeah, just, just putting it out there. Just like a mind blowing fact. I don't like Donald Trump. Um, so like I was irritated when people are like, oh, like we shouldn't be celebrating. And I'm like, okay, give me a day to celebrate that there's a woman in the white house. Like, are you kidding me? Like that is insanely historic like oh I can't even like I cried watching the inauguration and like the celebration that happened afterwards like I I genuinely cried and like yes of course there's still work to be done and like we need to hold Joe Biden accountable and like all this stuff but I just it was good to be able to watch um a certain man leave and a certain man and woman come in um, there's a woman in the White House. Like, I don't, that is fucking amazing. I, I, oh, we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. <laughs> um, and then to end January, sort of on a low note, I actually had to quarantine in my room, um, a lot harder than I'm quarantining in my room right now because I was actually hanging out with someone who tested positive. It actually ended up being a false positive because the testing that they were doing at our school where she was living, um, messed up and like spun a bunch of tests incorrectly or like too much or something like that. So it like picked up things that like weren't actually there or like, you know how like COVID has been around before, just not like COVID-19. So like you could have had like a certain form of COVID before this pandemic. It was like, it picked up things like that or something. It was something weird like that where it was a false positive, but before we knew it was a false positive, oh my God, it was so scary because there was no vaccines yet. Like we were outside and we were wearing masks, but it was like, it was so scary. Like I kept like smelling my lavender essential oils like every second. Cause I was like, can I still smell? Can I still taste? So that was, that sort of sucked to start 2022 or 2021 off. Um, and it was also like, I was in quarantine when classes started for the spring semester. So, I mean, thank God I was online cause I was able to do like all my classes still and it was fine, but yeah, it kind of sucked to like sort of start like that, but you know, I got to relax a lot more than I would have. So seeing the bright side of things. 
Um, and that was sort of my January. It ended and I was in quarantine and I had started classes and I was like, well, <laughs> here we go, I guess. So then February, um, I started just as I ended January in quarantine. Um, luckily, my friend ended up actually being negative after getting a positive test. Like, talk about luck. <laughs> um, so I ended up negative on all my tests. Um, they, the school still made us test even though it was a false positive and they literally said that. But like, just like everyone was still being so, so careful because like it was pre-vaccine um, and pre summer so like there were still so many cases and all this stuff so yeah I ended up negative it was all good um but in February I started watching new movies so often and I hate that I stopped I mean I'm not gonna blame my past self because that's unhealthy um <laughs> but I watched so many good movies and I would write the title of them down in like a little journal and like give them a rating and be like write like why I liked it or why I didn't like it or the actors that I liked and stuff like that and I just like literally was keeping a journal of all the new movies that I watched and it was so so fun again like it's not something that I have a lot of time for like now being an in-person student this past fall like with classes and theater going on and like actually being able to like hang out with people or like grab food with people like pretty safely it's just something that I don't have a lot of time for anymore but when I did oh my god it was so fun I watched Lady Bird for the first time I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire um what else did I watch oh my god there were so many good ones I watched oh Trial of the Chicago 7 such a good film one of the best that I watched in 2021 definitely definitely um, so many more, but it was just like such a fun thing that I like did literally with myself. Like I didn't watch the movies with anyone. Like it was just me and like a cup of tea and like some chocolate or some ice cream or something. And it was like, oh, it was like going on little dates with myself, which is such a corny thing to say, but like, that's what it was. And I highly recommend if you like have time or opportunity to do so, um, doing that. Oh, I watched run on Hulu with Sarah Paulson, the one where her daughter is, in a wheelchair and she like has to like break out of the house it, it, it was very very good um a lot of good movies in February and March I think I definitely continued that for like a few months um but it became one of my favorite things to do not just to watch movies but just to like spend time with myself like whether that's like doing yoga in my room or like um, reading. Uh, I wasn't really reading at that point, so I take that back. But watching movies, just like generally spending time with myself just became a norm for me. And it was like so healing in a way, like it was so fun to do. And I would also go, I talked about running in January. I actually started running December of 2020. Um, and I just like became like so obsessed with running not obsessed in like a bad way but just like I loved it so much like it was clear my head like it was so such a fun hobby and I still do sometimes just not as much as I did at the beginning of 2021 like I said being an in-person student takes time etc we all know but um running became one of those things that I would do with myself I would go for a run um, just me. Like I didn't run with anyone else. I went for a run and I always went out like no matter how cold it was. Of course, if it was like icy and snowy or dangerous, like I didn't, but I always went out no matter how cold. And it was like, just like the best part of my day. Always. Every time I went for a run, best part of my day. Um, but as I mentioned, I was in quarantine and this was back when quarantine was a 14 day thing. 
Um, and like any tiny little symptom, like it, it was so scary, um, which is still kind of the case now, but just not as not as hard hitting, I guess. Um, and now it's a 10 day or the CDC just called five day, which bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. But 10 days is what it is now. And it was a 14 day quarantine. So I my progress in running got set back so much and I was really, really upset about it. Um, the first time I went for a run out of quarantine, it was like so upsetting. Like I'm pretty sure I literally cried um, just because I wasn't where I was at back in January before like I was running my fastest mile. I was like not – like I was feeling so good after running. It was just – it was really sad to lose that progress. But I have like Instagram stories and videos of me talking about that and talking about how like I wasn't going to give up and all this stuff and I didn't. And the fact that I'm still running and I'm still beating like times for miles and pacing and stuff like that, like it just like definitely shows that if you love something, even if it's like not, it's not working for you at one point, that doesn't necessarily mean that you walk away from it. If you, I mean, I'm, Glennon Doyle actually says this perfectly. She is like, I believe in quitting. I quit every night so that I can like have a good night. Like I do my work and then I quit and I go to bed. And then when I wake up in the morning, I do it again and I quit again at night. So what if quitting is what you need to do, ugh, quit. That's fine. Like I, I totally like valid okay Glennon Doyle said it so it's true basically (laughs) but it just was not something that I was willing to walk away from and I didn't and I'm so happy that I didn't um which brings us into March I did another cool little fitness thing I actually did the Chloe Ting two-week shred and the reason I did this is because I tried it a few years ago and it was so hard it was horrible um But I did it again because I wanted to know – I was getting into fitness and I was getting into like um, sort of like telling the difference between like healthy exercising or like um, exercising for yourself versus exercising like because you feel like you should or like eating healthy in like a unhealthy way, like obsessing over healthy eating versus like um, intuitive eating, for example. You know what I mean? Like I was getting into that like fitness and nutrition sort of side of things. So I did the Chloe Ting Shred, yes, because I – you, I like working out at this point in 2021. I, I was enjoying it. I was enjoying yoga and ab workouts and all this stuff, but also because I wanted to know if it was actually like something that a generally fit person with like healthy habits can actually accomplish. And the answer is no. The answer is no. It is not what it seems to be. If you click on the videos that say like Chloe Ting two week shred results, they're all like, I did the Chloe Ting two-week shred five times in a row for a total of 10 weeks, and now I lost two pounds. Like, it's just so unrealistic, and, like, it's it's a lot of the titles are clickbait. And I did it, and it wasn't, like, horrible. Like, I did notice a little bit of difference. Like, I, I had um, more definition, like, in my abdomen. Um, I was going to say abs, but just, like, abdomen in general. Um, and, like, I didn't not enjoy it just because at that point in my life, I enjoyed working out a lot, but it was just so not realistic for like anyone with like a lifestyle that includes like school, a job, or like generally like being social as a person. It was just, I I have a whole thing where I explained it on my Instagram, but that's just something that I did that was cool and like um, fun to experiment with in a way that wasn't like oh, like I want to do the two-week shred because I want to see results. Um, It was like – it wasn't for the result. It was for 
the journey <laughs> and like really seeing what it would do and how it would perform. Um, it doesn't. It, it's not. If you're thinking about doing the Chloe Tang two weeks red, I I don't know. Text me. We'll chat about it. We'll chat about it. Shoot me a text. Um, yeah. So and then in March also I was like getting excited for spring, um, going outside a lot more, sort of like I said in January and February. But I started playing basketball again, which I used to play basketball when I was a kid. And um, I just like started walking down to the courts down the street from my house and just like shooting the ball around. And it was so fun. And like I looked forward to it all the time. Um, and I almost wish that now this is making me want to like go out and do all these things. I'm like, like I'm like, I want to go for a run. I want to go play basketball, like all this stuff. I want to watch a new movie. Like recording this is just making me feel that way. Um, but yeah, I started going back and playing basketball and that was really fun and sort of like brought out the child in me, um, which we all need sometimes. Right. All right. So in April, it was getting warm out and I got vaccinated. I got my first shot and my second shot both in April and it was so exciting. Just like ugh, such such a good time. I actually ended up not getting super sick from either shot um and from the booster that I just got um last week. I'm just like I feel very lucky about like having very very mild side effects. So that was awesome and just like really exciting. Um my dad and I both got vaccinated on the same day. So it was very exciting to be able to do that with him and like taking our first steps towards the new normal, as we say. Um, in April also, um, <laughs> here we go. My friends are going to be like, oh my God, not this. Um, Demi Lovato re released a new album. They released their Dancing with the Devil album. Um, and also, I think the documentary came out in April. Maybe it was March, but I watched it in April, I think. So yeah, anyway, um, Demi's new album came out. And I have always liked Demi Lovato's music. Like, I think that they're such a good singer, like one of the best vocalists of our time, to quote my sister. Um, they're so, so good. And like a lot of their music is like just such a bop, like Neon Lights, Heart Attack, like even their early stuff. I actually saw them in concert before I was like really into them, which I'll get into in a second. Um, I saw them in concert during the Skyscraper era and it was like, it was an experience. Like I still remember standing there, like listening to them talk about like, like F the haters basically. And I, I remember like feeling that in my soul in like sixth grade or whatever grade I was in. So they have definitely touched me before this year, but this year, um, so their new album came out and I genuinely didn't even know they were releasing a new album. Like I, I did not know. I don't know how I didn't know. I am on social media like I don't live under a rock so I'm not sure how that like went over my head but it did um they released a new album and I listened to it all the way through which is something that I do when like an artist that I enjoy releases a new album I try to listen to it all the way through like in my airpods or something just to like listen to everything and like I'll like on spotify like I'll I'll put the like on my favorite songs so that they end up in my liked and I can remember like which ones I liked how many times did I just say liked in the past two seconds? Um, and something about this album just like hit me so hard in the best way. Um, I I was driving. I was literally merging on the highway. Um, and the song What Other People Say that's on their new album um, came came on. And I literally like at the beat drop after the bridge into the last chorus I like said oh my god or I said wow or something 
out loud. It alone in my car driving to Trader Joe's, I said, wow, out loud. And like, <laughs> that's when you know. Um, I was like, whoa. And that and then another song, um, The Way You Don't Look At Me, I was tying my shoe. The, the, the fact that I remember like the things that I was doing when I listened to these songs, like that's when you know that it's like that album like really touched you. Um, the song, what, what, oh my God, what song, what is it called? The, no, The Way You Don't Look At Me. <laughs> now you guys are like, wow, fake fan. Um, the Way You Don't Look At Me came on and I was tying my shoe before I went to Trader Joe's that day. Um, I was getting ready to go and I was tying my shoe and I literally froze like when the first like guitar um, chord came in. Like I froze tying my shoe and sat there like that and like listened to the whole song, just like staring forward about to tie my shoe because that's how much power it had. Like I don't, I don't even know, like I can't even explain it. Just something about that song and what other people say and a few other songs on the album just like really, really hit me. Um, And I, it has become like my comfort album, like one of my favorite albums ever, ever, ever. Like I, it's a no skip for me. Like I could sit there and listen to it all the way through and I have many a time. I'm pretty sure every single song on that album is on my Spotify wrapped, which just makes so much sense. Um, yeah. And Demi quickly became like my favorite singer, like my favorite artist. And I, Demi has done things in the past mm, that I don't necessarily agree with um, or like just has, has like said like out of pocket shit and like whatever, like all that stuff with the frozen yogurt place, which I have my opinions about, but that's not what this episode is about. Um, maybe one day, but just like a lot of things have happened, but I don't not like Demi and I don't think that anything that they've done well, this is becoming a like Demi Lovato apologist episode, but that's not even what I mean to do. Like, I don't care if you don't like Demi Lovato. Like, I I don't. I'm not gonna be like, oh fuck you. Like, I don't. It's fine. Like, you're so valid. Um, but I think there's a there's a time where we can separate the artist from the music. Um, depending on, I mean, oh, cancel culture. Artists get canceled all the time, and I. I mean, people, some people need to fucking get canceled, like absolutely canceled, like stop listening to their music, stop endorsing them, like whatever. Um, but th- certain people like Demi and like other people who have done like little like re- like kind of out of pocket shit and like, ooh, why are you doing that? Like that's wrong. Um, when they take responsibility and they move forward with like corrective action I don't, I try not to hold it against them because they're people. I don't know. And this, this sounds like me just being like, oh, like it's fine. Cause I love Demi Lovato's music. Like I hate on Demi Lovato. Like I totally think that they have done whack shit in the past, but I just, this album is something that like literally ended up on this, on my notes for this podcast because it's just, it just hit me like that. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just hit me so correctly and at the right time. And I think that Demi's journey and Demi's story is one that just is like so unbelievable and just absolutely unmatched. Um, Watching the documentary after I listened to this album and was like, oh my God, since when did I become a huge fan of Demi Lovato? Like, I don't know. But watching the documentary, like I was crying. Like I was like, I I remember like when it, like the story broke that like Demi Lovato like is like halfway to death right now more than halfway honestly um so yeah that was just a that was a highlight and then my whole summer like that was the soundtrack like just the demi songs that I love um so yeah that was that's something that I wanted to bring up on my April highlight just because oh my god I don't I don't know I I'm going in circles now talking about demi Lovato but 
yeah, I very much enjoy that album and I very much enjoy their music and their voice. Um, I think it's just like one of the best voices that this generation will hear has heard. Um, and then in May, May is my birthday. I'm a Taurus, May 3rd. I'm a Taurus sun and moon Virgo rising. Um, so May is my birthday, which is always fun. My birthday, I always say that my birthday is my favorite holiday. Um, I, I just love my birthday. I love it when everyone's like, I don't know, like it's all about me. <laughs> that sounds so bad, but I love my birthday. Um, I also, in May, a lot of like new things started happening because it was the summer and because people were getting vaccinated. I was doing a lot of new things. I joined a softball team in my town, which was so fun. Um, I was really nervous at first, but I remember going to the first practice and everyone was so nice and personable and it was supportive and it was just like such a fun place to be. Um, so I did that in May. I also got some new tattoos in May, um, which I always love. We love some new ink. Um, I, I, I love tattoos. So that, that was a fun thing for me. And they're pretty visible. Um, like the ones that I've gotten in the past have been like on, like one is on my knee. So it's like if I'm wearing long pants, which I am most of the time, unless it's like dead of summer, um, you can't really see them, but these ones were um, on my arms. And one of them is one that I've wanted for so long. And it's, it's, it's a gay tattoo. Um, so I'm really proud of that one. And yeah, that's, that was a May thing that happened. Um, in May, after my semester ended, I also began to read for fun, which is a huge highlight of my 2021. Like I was saying, I want to do an episode with my friend about what we, um, read in 2021, what we want to read in 2022. But, that was just like a huge thing for me to like start reading for fun because I never really loved reading. I never really hated it. I just never really loved it. And now I just like, I'm always on the hunt for like a good book and I, I love reading. Um, I'm currently reading, actually, I'll talk about that in the other episode. Sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> but that was the month that I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's the second time I will shout out Glennon Doyle in this episode. And that book changed my life. Like I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being funny. Like that book genuinely changed my life and the way I think about life and the way I think about myself and the way I think about other people. And I just cannot, cannot say enough good words about it. I cannot recommend it enough. If you haven't read it, like, and you're looking for a good read, it is, oh my God, it is so good. I could not put it down. Like I ruined, like wrecked my sleep schedule for that book. And I mean, it changed my life, so I guess it was worth it. <laughs> so in June, I got to start some summer theater projects. I own two production companies in my town. Um, they're just like nonprofit um, community – not community, more like student. It's like high school and college mostly. Um, and I, one of them I founded and one of them got sort of like passed down to me. Um, and they both run in the summer and – is like the highlight of my year every year along with um a theater camp in my town that does summer stock that I was involved in since I think age seven maybe younger um up until I aged out um after my senior year of high school and now I work there as an employee as a counselor and it is just the most fun like ever like it is the best job period um I get to work with my best friends and this past year since theater was, you know, different, like still it was kind of unsafe to be inside with a large group of people, um, like vaccination status was all over the place and all that stuff. So our shows at Summerstock and also my um, production company were outside. 
Um, and so it was really cool to like experiment. The elementary kids did Peter Pan, which I directed, which was super fun. Um, and then the middle school did The Wizard of Oz, which was like a huge thing to take on, especially being outside. But my friend Kira directed it and she just like oh, blew it out of the water. It was it was so good. It was so fun. Um, and that during Wizard of Oz is when that I don't know if I mean, I'm sure you guys know that horrible head cold like post covid after everyone got their vaccinations and was like hanging out with people again the horrible freaking head cold that ripped through like my entire town and everyone i knew i don't know how i didn't catch it i don't know how because i was working with these people that had it i was working with kids like unvaccinated elementary kids and like middle schoolers who some of them were vaccinated some of them were wearing masks some of them aren't like it was just a crazy crazy place to be and I just did not catch that head cold I don't know I think I owe it to the immunity gummies that I was taking I don't know the vitamin c like running through my system sure um but yeah so in June that started actually some of that goes from June through July and into the beginning of August so I guess I wrote it down for June but it went throughout the whole summer and it was so fun um, and then with the high schoolers, we did Godspell, which is such a, such a good show. Um, and me and my friend Connor got to work so closely on that. He music directed. I did a lot of the choreography and like character work. And it was, I did costumes. It, it was just so fun. And me and him and the woman who runs the program just like, like got to bond and like work really closely together, the three of us. And it was like a highlight, maybe like the top highlight of my year. Honestly, like if I had to pick a number one, it would probably be godspell working on godspell um it was so fun and then before that started i got to sing with my friends um at like a little cabaret concert sort of thing which was also outside um and it was the first time i had performed in god i don't even know how long two one and a half years something like that um and it was just so fun to sing with my friends again we got to sing duets and group numbers and it was it was the most fun um and then I also went on vacation to Maine in June. Um, it was the first vacation I had done in over a year because of COVID that last summer. Um, and I got to go with my family and it was it was very fun. We celebrated my birthday up there and I love the beach. I'm a big summer gal, <laughs> big summer gal, big beach gal. Um, so that was awesome. And then in July, I got to do something similar with my friends. We went to Cape Cod um, just for the weekend because, like I said, we were all working at that summer stock. So our weeks were taken up, but we went to Cape Cod for the weekend. And it was like, oh, my God, it was a party. It was so fun. I keep saying that. I keep going. It was so fun. It's because I had a fun year, guys. <laughs> but Cape Cod was so fun. I had actually never – I had been to Cape Cod, but for – like a competition reason for theater it, but this was like my first like vacation to like a beach in Cape Cod and it was awesome it was so cute like the little town was so cute we were in Harwichport I believe it was called it was so cute the, the beach was so nice the water was so warm um, and it was just really fun to like be with my friends in a beach house and it, it was awesome one of my friends actually owns a beach house up there so or over there so we got to stay there and it was it was so fun. As I say, it was so fun. <laughs> and then actually something in July that like is just pivotal for me is that I actually, <laughs> this is so interesting that I'm bringing it up. I went off of birth control. Um, I was taking birth control 
because I was having really, really bad periods, um, like horrible pain, vomiting, like horrible. Um, and there was just something in me. Okay. First the insurance was like, "Mm, you can't have this anymore. You have to have the generic version. So (laughs) I like how I tried to make that really like something in me just like told me to stop taking birth control, but it was the fucking insurance. Like, what are you talking about, Julia? (laughs) Um, so the insurance was like, no, you can't have this anymore. You have to do the generic version now. So I took some time, like a month to like look at the generic version and that like one or two months I actually paid for because the insurance was covering it. So I paid for the birth control that I wanted for like that one month. And I was like, I mean, I guess I could pay this much money like every month or every three months, I think it was um, for like a certain amount of pills. But it just was, (laughs) it was so much money. And I was like, I'm going to be a student. I'm going to be working less. Like, I don't know if I can do that. So I looked at the generic version and I was told that it was very similar, but it just fully like the list of side effects for the version that I was taking was like maybe three or four side effects. And then the list of side effects for the so-called generic version, which is supposed to be the same thing just under a different brand or name or whatever, was like two fucking pages long. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that, especially like moving into school in a few months, which I was like planning to move in and I was going to be in an apartment and all this stuff. I was like, I can't put that on top of this. Like, I don't want to risk like being like depressed or like having like bad anxiety or like even, I mean, it sounds so like, like this is not a bad problem to have, like compared to other problems, but like my face breaking out really bad. Like I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't know if that sounds selfish, but like I personally just don't want to deal with that. So I went off birth control and so far I've been okay. I haven't had the horrible times that I had before I went on birth control. Um, So fingers crossed that 2022 keeps that for me. That would be awesome. Um, And then in August, August is, I think it's my favorite month. Um, Or I already said May was my favorite month. Oh, I'm such a liar. Oh, I don't know. I... (laughs) May and August, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe August was just my favorite month like this year. Um, It was chock full of shit. Um, And I remember I posted something on my Instagram in August that was like, um, August is going to be such a good month. I was like, it's going to be a month for like success and like friendship and opportunity. And I just, I think I really manifested that for myself because it sure fucking was. It was all of those things. Um, I finished the shows that I was working on, um, one for the place that I work and one for the production company. Um, and they were so fun, of course, because everything apparently is so fun. I'm like, why do I keep saying that? Like, can I find a more, a, a better vocabulary? I don't know. Um, but I wrote in my notes for August that I, quote, became spontaneous, LOL. That's what I wrote, became spontaneous, LOL, which I remember the night I was standing, it was after a rehearsal. So it was before we put up the show, actually, but it was after a rehearsal for the show that I was directing. And it was like a group of people from that show were like going to grab dinner afterwards. And so I went with them and we grabbed dinner. And then I was having so much fucking fun with them. And we're walking out to our cars in the parking lot. And I was like, guys, I don't want to go home. Like it was like probably 10 p.m. at this point. I was like, I don't want to go home. I'm like, I'm such a grandma. I'm like, oh, it was 10 p.m. Ugh, bedtime. Um, But I was like, I don't want to go home. And they were like, yeah, kind of me neither. Like I'm having fun. 
And so we literally went to the playground. We went to CVS, got snacks. Even though we just had dinner, we got snacks because, of course. Um, and then we went to the playground down the street from my house and we just had the time of our freaking lives. Like it was pitch black outside. We were playing on the playground. Like we sat in a circle and talked about life. Like it was just one of those nights that you can't plan and you can't recreate. And it like I was so happy to be there. And I look back on that moment. That is like one of my fondest memories. It really is. Um of the summer of the year of my whole life, honestly. It was it was something that if you're my friend like if you know me, I you know I go to bed early. You know I I don't go out a lot. Like I don't like parties. I I like hanging out with people, but I'm like I value my alone time. As you guys heard when I talked about my dating myself in February with movies and seeing new movies and all that stuff. But I really value my alone time. And it was just like when I said I was like, I'm kind of having fun. I don't want to go home. Everyone sort of like looked at me like, oh, my gosh, like, is this a new side of Julia? (laughs) So that's something that happened in August and not just that one instance. Like it just became like really spontaneous, as I said. And I just like started going out and doing things more. And I was really valuing the last month that I had with some of my friends before I went to school, before they went to school. Um, And we obviously put up the show that I directed, which was Romeo and Juliet, but not in Shakespeare language because uh, (laughs) unpopular opinion, I just don't love Shakespeare plays in general. I don't love them. Um, But directing this like modern adapted version of Romeo and Juliet was really, really fun. Um, It was so cool. I met so many, not met, but like bonded more with so many people that I already knew. And I just like had so many fun hangouts. Like we got ice cream so often. Like we would go out after rehearsal and get ice cream. Um, We went to one of my friend's pools a few times and just like screwed around, like not on Safeway around the pool, but we were just like having a good time. And it was, it was such, like I look back on that month and I'm like, that, that is how you end a summer. That is how you end a vaccinated summer. (laughs) So coming up on fall now, um, September, I moved into my Boston apartment. Um, It was it's an on-campus apartment. It's very cute. I love it. It's like my new. It it feels like home to me. Like I remember being home. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I remember being home for a weekend in October, and I was sitting home, like at my home that I grew up in, and I was like, oh, I want to go home. I was like, wait, I am home. And then I was like, oh, by home, I mean my apartment. So that was a nice moment to have and be like, oh, like my apartment's really feeling like home. So um, I moved into that apartment back in September and I it was my first time living like fully on my own. Um, it's just me in there for my freshman year and my sophomore year. I lived with a roommate who I love dearly, um, but she's living off campus this semester. And obviously I was home for the entirety of my junior year. So that was it was I, I was very much looking forward to living alone because now for the third time in this episode, I will tell you all that I very much value my alone time. Um, but I was I was I was very excited to live alone, but I was a little scared. Um, actually, that's a lie. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared at all. And people would ask me and they would be like, oh, aren't you going to get lonely? And I'm like, no, like I, I love being with myself and I love um, being able to like hang out with people and then be like, okay, I'm going home now. And like, not like breaking up the party. You know what I mean? Like if, if I was living with a roommate and we had people over, like it would be like, oh, I'm going to bed. And then it would be sad. And I would have FOMO, which I mean, that happens anyway. But, um, 
you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just different living alone and being able to go home or being able to say, Hey, do you want to come over? Like just to one or two people and not throw a huge party and all this stuff. But I'm, I'm rambling. Um, this, I don't know what I mean by I'm rambling because this is a podcast and it's just me talking. So it is just a ramble the entire time. So I don't know why I just pointed. Okay. Anyway, getting back to my freaking point. Oh my God. Um, so that was my first time living fully on my own and I was not scared, but did I cry the first night? Yes, I did. And I thought that I was going to hate it. After I moved in the first night, I was sitting in my bed and my Wi-Fi wasn't working and I was, I had like my hotspot on and my TV was connected to my hotspot and I was watching like Sweet Life is Zack and Cody or something on Disney Plus while I like cleaned up and hung up my shit and like unpacked and whatever. And I was sitting in bed and I literally started crying. I was like, oh my God, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm scared. I'm living alone. Like, oh my God, I want to go home like all this stuff I was like this is gonna be miserable and then I just like I I don't know what it it must have just been like my emotions of like you know I had lived with my parents at this point for um a a long time I mean I lived with them my whole life but then I went to college freshman year lived with them for a summer went to college sophomore year um lived with them for Christmas break came back for spring break and ended up staying for an entire year and a half so at this point I had been home for a year and a half and I was like, oh my God, like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I like had to leave my parents, like whatever. So I think it was just like the, the overwhelming emotion of like this, like COVID I'm vaccinated, not COVID is over, but like we're coming out of it hopefully. And I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm alone and I didn't see this coming and it happened so fast, even though I feel like it happened so slow. Like I just was sitting in my bed with all these thoughts and I was spiraling, um, But I mean, I ended up, I don't know. I think I just woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm going to make the best of this. Like I went to Target and like got like a few things that I needed. And I just remember that whole first week because I did move in a little early for the job that I have at school. But that whole first week, I was like, just like filling my days with like doing things for myself. Like I grocery shopping and cooking and watching a show that I wanted to watch. And like, because barely any of my friends were moved in. So once one of my friends moved in, like we started hanging out and all this stuff. So I don't, I I don't want to say that it happened overnight, but it kind of did. Like I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I did it. And it is just my favorite place. I'm sitting in my bedroom at home right now. And I, I do miss my apartment. I do miss it a little bit. Um, so that was that in September. And then I also started an internship in September, which is maybe one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Um, I working, I'm actually working still, I guess. Um, this is my last week with them. Oh, that's so sad. I'm working on a podcast and the podcast is called Diking Out. Um, yes, dyke as in the slur. I am a lesbian, so don't worry. Um, Diking out. Also, feel free to say diking out if you listen to the podcast, diking out. Diking out is for everyone. Okay. That's my tangent about diking out. Um, But it is such, such a cool podcast. It's so funny and it's so informative. And the hosts who were like my internship supervisors um, are so, so nice. And they're so like, I learned so much from them. And I I think that they learned stuff from me about social media. I was their social media intern. Um, 
so I got to like do other posts and like come up with new ways to interact and um, new ways to like gain followers and all that stuff. So I just, oh, I'm going to miss it a lot and I'm going to miss them. I know like I already am like <laughs> responding to one of my, one of the hosts like Instagram stories all the time. Like she'll post something and like I'll just she's just so funny so like I'll respond and I'm like oh god like she's gonna be like get away from me like this intern but oh I she I love her so much I think she's so funny um and I hope she doesn't get tired of me because I did text her and I was like oh like after I come off interning like definitely like we can keep up and she was like oh like we'll constantly be in touch like on socials and I was like yes (laughs) because I just love her so much like she's such a role model um and it was so it has been so cool this semester to like be exposed to all of this like queer culture um and I got to do something really cool um which I'll talk about when I get to October but that was just like a highlight of September starting that and meeting with them and talking about like what we were gonna end up doing throughout the past or throughout the next months which are now the past months and it went by so fast and I'm so sad it's over but I will still be listening to that podcast and you should all go listen to that podcast as well um it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It's it's so funny. They're comedians and they're gay. So what more could you ask for, really? Um, <laughs> and then something else. Wow, September is filled with like queer highlights. Um, in September, you can all bully me for this, okay? I don't care. I love JoJo Siwa so much. <laughs> so in September... I started watching Dancing with the Stars and I have watched Dancing with the Stars before. Um, My grandma used to watch it and she used to live with us. Um, So we would just, I would like see some of it or like watch some of the episodes, but I never really like, like was like up to date with a season, like watching it and seeing who got eliminated or anything like that. But this season, season 30, I was obsessed with it. And I started watching it because Jojo was on it and she had a same-sex dance partner which is the first time that that's ever happened in the history of dancing with the stars and i was like oh i have to watch this this is fucking groundbreaking like jojo is shattering glass ceilings right now as a gay 18 year old like in the public eye like that is crazy so not crazy but that is awesome so i started watching dancing with the stars and when i tell you every single dance that jojo and her pro partner jenna did i cried like even if it was like a happy fun jazz fucking dance like Jojo Siwa was just dressed up as Pennywise for horror night and I cried during like watching their dance like I don't even know how to explain it like it was just I think if I had seen that on my tv while my grandma was watching it in my house when I was god I don't know 10 I don't 10, 11, I have no idea. Seven, I, age doesn't matter. But when I was little and my grandma was watching that in my house, if I had seen that on TV, like I, I don't even want to think about like how that would have impacted me in such an amazing way. And I just, she's doing so much for her role models or no, I'm sorry, the people that think of her as a role model, like young women and men and young every gender who look up to her as like a TV pop star or just like as a queer icon because she fully is like I wasn't into her no okay this is horrible but like I never like really took an interest to Jojo Siwa until she came out and I was like oh I have to know everything about her life obviously so like watching this I just she dressed up as the prince she dressed up as prince charming for one of their dances 
And Jenna Johnson was Cinderella. And if you haven't seen that dance, especially if you are queer and you haven't seen that dance, go watch it because it is just groundbreaking. Like she is fully the prince in that dance. And it, oh, I don't know. Like I, every time I watched it, they, they didn't win. Unfortunately, they came in second, which is, it's fine. I understand why Aman won because Aman did win. Um, but I, oh, I just, clearly this is leaving me speechless, but that entire, this whole semester, Jojo Siwa has had such an impact on my life. Um, so much so that my friend got me a Jojo Siwa sanitizer for Christmas and my sister got me a Jojo Siwa blanket. Um, so I love Jojo Siwa and I'm not afraid to say it. And then October came around and I went to my first concert post pandemic, uh, post pandemic. I don't know. If, I can't say that because it's not, but I went to my first concert since I think the last one I went to was I went to Lizzo in 2019. Like I think it was September of 2019. So I went to the Jonas Brothers. Um, and I also went to see Harry Styles, but I went to see the Jonas Brothers. It was like October 1st, I think. Um, and it was so fun. It was at Fenway Park. It was awesome. I went with um, my friend and my sister. And it was really, really awesome. Um, just like so fun to jam out to their old stuff with like people who, like my friend and my sister, who also jammed out to their old stuff when they were little, um, when we were all little. So um, I also got two new tattoos in October, as we know, from May. I love tattoos. Um, I went to the Harry Styles concert as well with my friend at the Garden. And when I tell you, I was in the fucking farthest back row you can get at TD Garden. Like I was against the wall in the back. Like there was no one behind me. I was in the back fucking row, but it was still so fun. Um, and I, I love Harry Styles. So it, it was, oh, he's such, he's so fun to watch. He's such a good performer and it was awesome. So I got to go to two concerts um, in October. And I also went to New York. I went to New York City, and here's a funny story about this. If you follow me on Instagram, I did post about this. Um, I have a vision board that I made at the end of 2020. It's my 2021 vision board, and it sits in my room on a shelf that is um, the bottom of it. It's a, it's a high shelf, but the bottom of the vision board is like at my eye level. Um, so the shelf is at my eye level, basically. And every time I open my door in my room at home or close it, or so like every time I enter and exit my room, I can see the pictures at eye level at the bottom of this vision board. And one of the pictures is from Sex and the City, which I've never seen. I know I need to watch it. And now that I'm locked in my room for a few days, I probably am gonna. Um, but I look at, it's the picture of, it's like the you, me, New York. I think that's what it says. Um, and I didn't have any any goals to travel this year. I didn't think I was gonna be traveling at all, except for obviously like a few beach vacations in the summer um and like I said I've never seen sex in the city I just thought it was like a cute little oh you me New York like it represents like being spontaneous and having fun and adventures and stuff like that so I put it on there and I look at it every time I leave my room every time I come in my room at home and I remember so vividly my sister looked at my vision board and she was like I don't I didn't know you watched sex in the city and I go oh I don't like I just thought that was a cool picture and that moment plays in my head all the time Cause I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was from Sex and the City. Like, ugh, how fucking stupid of me. Not actually, but like that moment plays in my head sometimes. And I'm like, oh, dumb. Okay, Julia, like whatever. Um, and then I ended up in New York on a spontaneous whim. I literally said to my friend, I was like, 
we should go to New York like for the weekend. Um, we visited our friend who goes to NYU and we also, or I also went to an event um, that Diking Out was hosting. So I got to meet in person my supervisors, which was awesome, especially during COVID. A lot of people's internships were online, which mine was, but I got to meet them in person and hang out with them at the bar and it was so fun. Um, but I just can't believe like the power of manifestation. Like I looked at that picture, the You Me New York quote, I looked at it every like day basically at the beginning of the summer or I mean at the beginning of the year all through the summer and then when I would come home for the weekends I like I just can't believe the power it holds so it is on my 2022 vision board because it has so much power um and yeah but I went to New York in October and it was oh my god it was like so fun it was so spontaneous um because I'm into being spontaneous now I guess um and it was just it was the best time like we we just like rolled with the punches. Like we walked everywhere. We walked so much. We almost missed our train home, but it was, it's a good story to tell. And I was like, you know what, Max, we miss our train. We have a story, but we didn't miss our train. So, um, we got to visit my friend. Like I said, I had the best coffee ever. It was so good. Um, and I got to hang out with some cool queer comedians. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. It was spontaneous and it was fun and it was awesome. And then the last thing I did that is a highlight in October is I got to do my first indoor tech week because um, like I said, all my shows from the summer were outdoors. Um, I got to do my first indoor tech week at school for theater, um, which if you don't know, is like the week leading up to the show. Like you do, you rehearse every day for a very long time. Um, it's called tech week. Um, so I got to do that for the first time. And though I was tired and though I was hungry and though my feet hurt and though I was like, oh my God, I want to go home and go to bed. Um it was so fun. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I forgot what an in-person tech week felt like. It kind of feels like hell, but I'm also kind of having the time of my life. So that was a really, really fun way to end October. And then in November, I got to do another in-person show. Um, I got to perform in another in-person show and then work backstage at the third one. Or no, that was December actually. But in November, I got to do, I got to be on stage um, without a mask. It was very fun. The audience was masked, but it was my first unmasked performance in a long time. So that was awesome. Um, and in November, okay, it happened so fast, but I made so many new friends and it was, it is such a good group of people. Like I can't even believe they, oh, oh my God, I don't even know how to start. So there, some of them are juniors and some of them are sophomores. One is a freshman, I think just one. Um, but like we just, ended up like in the same circle sort of throughout the three theater events, the three shows that happened this semester. And we just ended up hanging out so much. And it was like these people that I, I've known some of them for a long time. Like the, the girls that are juniors, when I was a sophomore, they were freshmen and then we went online, but the beginning of my sophomore year and the beginning of their freshman year, like I, I knew of them and like we were in the theater department together, but we just weren't like friends. Like we never went out of our way to talk to each other or like I had like different friends that are now graduated. But this group of friends that I made, like, oh my God, I just, ugh. I love making new, like sort of unexpected friends. And that was, this was definitely the semester for that um, we ended up going to a Johnny concert together, which is another highlight from November. Um, we saw Johnny at the Crystal Crystal Ballroom, I think it's called. Yeah, the Crystal Ballroom in Somerville, Somerville in Davis Square, which is yes, Somerville. Yes, I think um, we went to Johnny. He sings that song Honey Pie. 
um, that like went viral on TikTok, but he has some really good music other than Honey Pie. So I suggest if you like that song Honey Pie to listen to the rest of his music because it's very good. But we went to his concert and we stood right at the front, like right at the stage. I actually stole his set list that was like typed up and because it was right in front of us. Um, and I posted about it. I was like, stole your set list. And I tagged him in the photo on Instagram and he commented. He was like, you can have it. Like, hope you had a good time. Like, it was just so cute. It was, it was such a night to remember, just like a really pretty small venue um, with my friends and this like new artist that we all sort of started listening to together because I was supposed to go to the concert with someone else, but then he ended up not being able to come. So the tickets were only $15. So I was like, does anyone want to come to this? And they all got tickets. Like there was like eight of us or something. So it was really fun. Um, I also got to perform a live set at my school, um, just like a really small intimate setting. I did like eight songs, I think, which was so fun because I I love singing like as myself. Like I love performing in plays and musicals, um, but not as much as I love just like singing a song as myself, um, sort of like an open mic sort of vibe, but it was just me and it was a full set and it was, I got to pick it. I got to, it was, it was just so fun. And it reminded me how much I love music and how much I love to sing. Um, so I got to do that. I also saw Hades Town at the Boston Opera House. Beautiful, beautiful musical. Maybe like the best tech-wise, definitely like the best show I've ever seen professionally. The lights, oh my God, gorgeous. The set, amazing. Like a train comes out of the back of the set. And there's like, is it a train? It's a train, right? I'm not dumb. It's a train. Um, and like the lights, if you've seen their Tony performance, um, they do Wait For Me, I think the song is called. Um, and they like swing the lights when he's like on his way to the underworld. If you don't know Hadestown, like you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So I'm sorry. But they swing the lights in the Tony's performance. And it's like an iconic moment. And I got to see that live. And it was so, so cool. Um, and I also got a new job in November. I got a job at a um, store in the mall near me. And usually I wouldn't be highlighting a job like in my like year in review but I actually like it and I love the people that are there and it was like a good little way to sort of like obviously great way to make money like it was a job but like I just like was having such a fun time it's just seasonal so I'm, I'm actually almost done I have one shift left but who knows if I can work it because I'm currently quarantined so I'm gonna have to figure that out but um I it was just really fun to meet those new people and work with them and they're so funny and I'm going to miss them a lot. So hopefully I can go back next year and work seasonally with them cuz it it's such a fun job. Like I didn't I I've worked like 8 9 hour shifts there and like didn't hate my life. Like it was actually crazy. So I I really enjoy that and I'm that's definitely a highlight working there um November and December. Um speaking of December, like I said I did that one show where I worked backstage which was very fun. Um I did finals in December and I got straight A's in my classes, which is really awesome. Um, I got straight A's, what, I think in the spring when I was online too, which I was, or no, the fall. Yeah. Fall of 2020, I got straight A's and I am very, I was very happy about it because I was like, oh my God, this, like I just transitioned to online and like all this stuff. And I, I was really proud of myself for that. So I am again, proud of myself for the straight A's. Um, I got my booster shot, like I said, which was really good. Um, I didn't get any crazy symptoms the next day. I think I have like a small fever in the morning, but I didn't even check because it was like so minimal what I was feeling. Um, 
And then like, obviously my arm was in like a little bit of pain, but you need to swing your arm guys. If you're getting the booster, which you should, um, you need to swing your arm around because I had pain in my arm, but it was like muscle pain from swinging my arm around the injection site. Not, not a feeling there, like no pain at all. And I would rather have a little bit of muscle pain, like in my underarm from swinging it than not be able to lift my arm above my head from the vaccine pain. Like, come on, come on now. So yeah, I definitely recommend swinging your arm in circles and just like moving it up and down every time, like whenever you can, when you get your booster. Um, and I also drank two body armors, a bunch of water and a whole big thing of Gatorade. Um, the day I got mine and then like that night after I got it at like five. So I drank a body armor and a bunch of water that day. And then after I got it, I drank a whole Gatorade and another body armor. So <laughs> I suggest that as well. Um, but yeah, before that, cause that was last week. So before I got my booster, I was sort of just like taking in the last days on campus that I had this semester, um, and hanging out with people when I could, of course, the peak of coronavirus cases that we're seeing now, like it wasn't as easy to see people and wasn't as safe. Um, but I was doing what I could, like we did a secret Santa and we did it outside cause it was like 50 degrees in December, which is a conversation for another time. But we did it outside and it was so fun. And I just was like taking it in. Like I'm a senior. So I'm hopefully, unless we go online and things get messed up, um, I'm hopefully graduating in the spring. So <laughs> fingers crossed. But it was like, I was like, this is my last fall semester here probably. <laughs> so I was really taking it in and that was, that was good to be able to like be in the moment about it. Um, and then obviously Christmas, which was small this year, just my family that I live with because again, COVID. Um, but it was so fun. And I got some, I gave some really cute gifts, I think, if I do say so myself. And I got some awesome stuff and good food, good times. We played heads up. It was great. So <laughs> that was my Christmas. So that was my year um, in just, just fun, important events. Um, there was a lot more, of course, but that is just the things that I really remember and wanted to talk about um, and saw while scrolling through my Snapchat memories um, of 2021. And it's been it's been wild. It's been great. It's been life changing. Thanks to Glennon Doyle. Um, not just thanks to Glennon Doyle, but big part of it. Um, so I just want to talk about my goals for 2022. And I I don't like to call them resolutions. I really don't know why. I think it's because other people are like, oh, don't call them resolutions. So I'm like, okay. Um, so I should probably look into why. I'm, I'm guessing it's because it's like you don't need a new year to like make a resolution. I don't know. That's that's what it feels like to me. But um, just some like goals and aspirations, like what I want 2022 to be for me. Um, I really want to do this podcast. I really want to have hot girl talks every week and like actually post them on Sundays and hopefully like get more listeners. I don't know. Like I just, it's something I've always wanted to do and, oh, I'm staring at a spider on my ceiling right now. That is horrible. Um, anyway, <laughs> I really want to continue with this podcast and have it like be a place where I can talk about things. Obviously it's a podcast, so I'm talking, um, talk about things and, um, I don't know, just like really reflect. That sounds so weird, but yeah. I want to continue with this podcast because I think it's going to be really good for me and hopefully you guys like it. <laughs> um, I want to focus again on movement. 
um, because like I said, I was running at the beginning of 2021 and skating a lot and getting outside a lot. And I just, um, during the summer I was doing that too, but I didn't have so much time to do it this fall. Um, as you heard, I was doing many a fun thing this fall. So I do want to focus on movement, um, whether that's running or skating or going for a walk or doing yoga or literally just like getting up and walking around when I can, um, instead of like sitting for hours, like on my laptop doing work or whatever, watching TV. Um, and I want to prioritize myself. These are very like general and I'm sure that everyone like has these goals for every year, like every month or week or day, honestly, if I don't know if you said they're just very general goals, but I do want to prioritize taking care of myself. And to me, one thing that I can do to do that is like keep my spaces clean. Um, I cleaned my room on Christmas night, actually, like after I came upstairs and like to go to bed, I was like, actually, I'm going to clean up my room. And it like made all the difference. Like I hated sitting in here because it was so cluttered with like all my stuff that I brought home from school. And now I'm like vibing out in here. Like (laughs) it's great. And I'm glad I did um, because of this little soft quarantine that I'm doing right now. But um, I am just so glad that I did. And that like really showed me that like having my spaces clean is something that like really, really makes a difference to me. Um, I cleaned my apartment. Like I really deep cleaned all the counters and stuff before I left. So I'm excited to go back there and have it be clean and just ready for another semester. Um, and also taking care of myself to me means like just working on my happiness, um, and doing things that make me happy and not doing things that don't make me happy or make me feel neutral. Like I just, I, I want to prioritize that for myself. Um, something else I tried to do last year that I didn't keep up with was I tried to look at the sky before looking at my phone in the morning. So like, my room is upstairs in my house. So like, it's really not practical for me to like get out of bed and like walk downstairs and walk outside and like look up and be like, oh, hey sky. And then come back upstairs. Like, I, I guess I could, but I literally just mean like look out my window because I can't see really out my windows from my bed. Um, at least I can't see the sky because my bed is low um, and my windows are like not in a place to see the sky. Um, so I really just want to like get up, get out of bed, look out the window, see the sky, be like, hey, good morning world (laughs) before I look at my phone because honestly it is not practical for me to not look at my phone in the morning I'm working on it but we can't all be perfect it is not practical for me and I I hate that I can't do it but I can't do it and I'm sure that I could if I tried but you know um so that's a goal that I'm setting for myself again for the year um I don't know if it's gonna last the year I don't know if it's gonna last more than a day but I'm gonna do my best I'm gonna be um, realistic about it. And I'm not sure if it's going to work, but we're going to try. Um, I want to be more intentional with my time, um, and sort of just like not sit and scroll on my phone, even though I was just talking about how I do. I have been like sitting in my apartment. It happens a lot at school. I'm sitting in my apartment and I like have something to do in 20 minutes or like I have to go be somewhere in 20 minutes. And I'm like almost bored. So, and I'm like, I don't want to do homework because like if I have to be there in 20 minutes, I should leave my apartment in 10 to like walk there. Um, And like, this is obviously if it was somewhere on campus, but that's an unimportant detail. Um, And so I'm like, all right, what am I going to do for the next 10 minutes? Like I can't start a homework assignment and then like, I'll just get annoyed that I didn't finish it. And like, it's almost not worth it. You know what I mean? So I will literally go on my phone and scroll on TikTok for 10 minutes. Like I'm like, oh, I could spend 10 minutes on TikTok easy. 
And I just don't want to do that anymore. Like TikTok is fun, but I want to be intentional with it. I want to be like, I want to go on TikTok right now and maybe something will make me laugh or I want to go be inspired by TikTok or I want to just sit in my bed and watch TikTok. Like fine. But I don't want to be like, oh, that's how I could waste 10 minutes. Go on TikTok because that's genuinely how I think right now. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be more intentional with my time. I want to live in the moment um, as another goal. I want to live in the moment. And like I heard a quote from a different podcast. I can't remember what podcast it was, but it was Jody Sweeten was on the podcast. I think that's her name, Jody Sweeten from Full House. Um, and she was saying like she, it was like the best advice that that podcast got like from guests this year. And it was her advice. And she was saying like, she was like, look at your feet, like look at the ground, look at your feet on the ground, like wherever you are, like, look, like you are here in this moment. And like something that I like that I tell my friends all the time and that I try to do all the time is I think if I'm like spiraling or worrying or making up scenarios in my head or like whatever, I'm always like, what is going wrong in this moment? Like what is going wrong in this moment? And if there's something going wrong, then sure, like go for it, like plan, like, you know, figure it out, whatever, go about what you need to do about what's going wrong. But usually the answer is nothing. I'm always like, what is going wrong in this moment? And then I'm like, oh, fucking nothing. Just my mind spiraling. Um, so I try to do that. And I think like really like literally looking at my feet and being like, I am in this moment. I'm right here. <laughs> I, I watched Don't Look Up the other day. And there's a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is like splashing water on his face. And he's like, you are here right now. You are here right now. We were like repeating that back to himself. And that's what I just reminded myself of. But um. Just literally being like, I'm here in this moment. Like, look at your feet on the ground. You're here. Um, and then something that I want to do, last thing, is that I want to really let the waves take me and really just lean into the curveballs that I'm thrown. Um, because I got one today that I was exposed to COVID and I kind of just have to sit here and I was going to be like, oh, fuck this. Like, I have to ring in the new year alone, like blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I was like, you know what? The reason I started this podcast is because I want to talk about like one of the things I really want to talk about was like taking the curveballs and like what to do when life throws a curveball at you. And I was like, let me put that into practice right now. I'm going to not let this curveball, you know, ruin my day or ruin my week or whatever. I'm going to read this book that I really want to, I've been wanting to finish. Like I'm going to record this podcast that I was going to put off till tomorrow. Like I'm going to do it now and like all this stuff. So that's a huge thing that I want to do in 2022 is just really um, learn how to not let the curveballs curve me <laughs> um, and just ride the wave, ride the wave of life. All right. So to end this podcast on a little bit of a higher note, not higher note, but like fun, lightweight note, um, for this hot girl talk, I wanted to just talk about music um, that I loved in 2021. Um, firstly, I got really into like the main character music vibe. Like um, I made a playlist and I also like listened to like other people's main character playlists. And I just think it's such a vibe like those songs that are like One Republic, like Good Life and like I Lived by. Is that also One Republic? Am I dumb? I lived, whatever, whoever sings that song. Um, like that song Candy that was going around TikTok, like just all those things I am obsessed with, like just the main character vibe. Um, Bad Sons has a bunch of main character songs, like Baby Blue Shades and like um Daft Pretty Boy Daft Punk Daft Pretty Boys, I think is what it's called. Um, so that is that's a vibe that I've been vibing with um, obviously Demi Lovato I talked about Demi Lovato um 
a few of her songs, like old ones too, like not even the new album, just like the old ones are also like absolute bangers. So I recommend that, obviously. Oh my God. Wow. You guys will never believe this. I liked this playlist at some point in 2021 called Rom-Coms and Rainy Nights in Manhattan. I think Daniel Carolyn recommended it, but the cover of it is the picture from Sex and the City of the You Me New York thing. Oh my God. Manifestation is real, guys. Um, I really got into Sammy Ray this year, which one of my friends, intro- or a lot of my friends actually introduced me to over the summer. Um, Kick it to me, talk it up, denim jacket. Oh my God. So good. Um, by Sammy Ray. And then also Be Steadwell. Um, the song Greens is so good. It's like one of my like top favorite songs ever. So just like that jazzy sort of stuff. Um, I really got into this year. Um, obviously Johnny because I went to the Johnny concert, so I got into his music before before doing that. Um, Lainey, I really got into which when I was at the Jonas Brothers concert. Okay. Um, oh my God, what is her name? Because what is that song that they sang? Kelsey Ballerini. I think that is her name. Ballerini. Yes, I think it's Kelsey Ballerini. I'm so bad with names. Can you tell? Um, she sings a song with Lainey called I Quit Drinking. And Kelsey Ballerini opened for the Jonas Brothers. And she sang I Quit Drinking. And I saw it on her set list. So I was like, oh, that's one of my favorite songs. It's with Lainey. Like, I'm so excited she's going to sing it solo. Oh, boy, was I wrong. She fucking sang it. And then fucking the lead singer, Paul is his name, I think. I'm bad with names. From Lainey came out and sang it with her. And I experienced it live. He literally did that only for the Boston show like not for any other show. And I was at the fucking Boston show. How fucking cool is that? Um, yeah. So I love Lainey. I've been loving Lainey this year. <laughs> um, I have been introduced to a lot of new music recently. Um, one of my friends has this playlist. Um, let me find the playlist so I can, so I can speak on it. Um, oh, obviously Adele, Adele's new album. Oh my God. Freaking to be loved. So good. Easy on me, obviously. And I drink wine. Oh my God. Those are my three favorites from the album. Easy on me. I drink wine and to be loved. Okay. The playlist that my friend made, um, it's a lot of, oh, Greta Van Fleet. Um, Safari song by Greta Van Fleet. Heat above by Greta Van Fleet. Those have been my jams recently. Um, just everything on this playlist is so good. It's like old rock sort of. Um, good feeling by Violent Femmes. I think Violent Femmes. Um, is a great song that I've been listening to this year. Um, another artist, Lady Lamb. Her two songs, she has more than two songs, but the two songs that I've been listening to, Deep Love and Little Flaws by Lady Lamb. Those two songs, like, they just feel like home to me. Like, I play them and I'm like, oof, warm, fuzzy feeling. Um, let's see. I've been into, I always do this, like, in the fall and winter. I get into, like, this slow, like, vibey music. Like, If I'm Being Honest by Dodie. Um, James by Maggie Rogers, Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Let's see. Oh my God. I Wish I Was by, I'm not sure if it's the Avid Brothers, the Avid Brothers. I'm not sure. That has been a vibe recently and also No Hard Feelings by them. Um, so good. They're, it's just, I can't get enough of their, those two songs. Um, Paper Bag by Fiona Apple. So good. Um, do I Want to Know by the Arctic Monkeys. Just like a lot of new music I've been introduced to lately that I am absolutely vibing with. 
Um, and then Brandy Carlisle also Broken Horses is a great one. Right on time. Um, when you're wrong, you and me on the rock this time tomorrow. Those are from her new album that I'm actually going to see her in concert because my mom got me tickets for Christmas. So I'm so excited. So I've been listening to her more and more. I just, there's so many songs. There's so many good new music that I've been introduced to this year. Um, my top song was what other people say. My talk song of the year was what other people say by Demi Lovato, the one that I was driving and merging on the highway. And I said, wow, out loud. Um, not surprised. But if I had to say like right now, the Lady Lamb songs are at the top for me. It's just, they feel like home and I don't know how to explain it. So definitely listen to that stuff if you haven't. Um, but yeah, that's my 2021 recap. I I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of me just like rambling and talking about things that happened to me and reflecting and whatever. Um, not every episode is going to be like this. Like I said, I want to have my friend on to talk about books. Um, and I also want to just do episodes like about like certain topics, like um, what to do when life throws you a curveball, um, like being a senior in college and like how I'm feeling about that, but more like zeroed in topics that uh, that people can relate to rather than me being like, I joined a softball team. <laughs> um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this hot girl talk, hot girl talk number one. I'm really excited to be doing this podcast and all the things that I mentioned and anything that I missed that if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, we did that in 2021 and she didn't mention it. I'm sure that I loved it and I'm sure that I had a great time. Um, but those are my highlights and I'm really thankful for this year. I think it brought a lot, um, a lot on every end of the spectrum. Um, good and bad and ugly and beautiful and I'm thankful and I'm thankful for the people that I met and the experiences that I had and I will talk to you guys next year <laughs>